All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. everybody to dropping the gloves with john scott and tim Warsberger. we are sitting fireside today tonight for another episode from the property that's what we call my my new home that i'm moving into the homestead the homestead and it needs some work the drywall guys have been in here the last two days tim what would you rate their production on a scale of one to ten i honestly thought they hadn't been here yet when i walked in so <laughs> not good not a good sign Yes, they are not um, the quickest workers, but man, does their work look nice. <laughs> so I think they put up, what, five or six sheets of drywall? They're, yeah, they're going real slow. Hopefully they're fast finishers. The guys in Extreme Home Makeover can put a house together in an hour. I know. If they were on that crew, they'd be fired. Those guys are all on performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> What's the old saying? The horse who poops fast doesn't poop long? I think, that, I think that's it, yeah. So my horses aren't pooping yet, so they're going to last a long time. <laughs> but anyways, we are here in beautiful Traverse City, Michigan, Fireside, me and Tim. It's beautiful, Tim. It's a big toasty episode. It is. It really is. The fire is a little wet, so the, we got some coals popping. But anyways, I hope everyone had a good week. It's a Friday. It's going to be a good weekend. It really is. It's my birthday tomorrow. No way. Oh, it's going to be great. I turned a big 3-8 insane wow getting old getting old but hey life is good we're moving moving on should we just wax poetically about how life changes as you grow older should we just talk about hockey uh i kind of had both on my agenda so let's start with hockey okay so my prediction for game three was dallas was going to win and they got smoked they got absolutely beat down by tampa bay who had a little someone in their lineup 
a little injection of life, Mr. Steven Stamkos. Tim, what was that? What was that all about? Stamkos. Then he only, I, I, what my question to you is why dress him and only play him for like five shifts? I mean, you kind of saw why, right? I mean, you test the waters and I mean, you, there's no low pressure situation in, in the Stanley cup playoffs, obviously, but a one to one series where you're feeling pretty good about your chances to win. They think they're the better team. Let's roll this guy out and see what he's got. Um, and, and he played pretty well. Like you, you said, his shifts were limited, but, um, he played well as his speed was there. If you saw his goal, obviously he scored a shorthanded goal, but it wasn't just a, like a, a run of the mill goal. He's got really, really good speed to avoid a hip check from, I, I want to say Klingberg, um, that he beat him on the boards and then he came in and just, Casually tossed it at the net like he's doing warm-ups. But it was a laser pass to Dobin. Uh, first goal of the game, put him up early. He looked good. I would expect him to get more minutes and a bigger role in game four tomorrow night. Um, and uh, did you hit your head? It's what? something – it wasn't the first goal, and it wasn't shorthanded. It was the first goal. Nikita Kucherov got the first goal of the game to make a one nothing. Stamkos' goal was the second goal of the game, and it was not shorthanded. Were you watching a throwback game on NHL Classics? I are you sure you're watching? You look at the right stats. Um, I watched the game. I'm looking at the stats as well, and it was not the first goal, and it definitely was not shorthanded. Well, I definitely did watch it, and it was definitely a pretty goal. I'll say that it was a nice goal. He did show a little burst of speed, and he did have that patented shot that blew right by Hudobin, but I don't know where you're getting your stat. How old are you? Are you getting up there in age where you just, uh, it's starting to slip a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'm really worried about that. I turned 30 next month. So Thir- I got thirties to new 70, apparently, because you are sure just first goal and shorthanded. Why would they put Steven Stamkos on the penalty kill? I was He's coming back from thing. injury. He's got injuries all over his body. He hasn't played in months and months and months and months, and they're going to throw him on the penalty kill, the thing he never even did when he was healthy in the Stanley Cup final. From from all the listeners out there, I apologize. This is embarrassing for us. We're supposed to know our, our stuff. And Tim's just sitting here just throwing stuff on the wall and hope, hopefully it sticks. Not going to get called out. It's it's just embarrassing for you, Tim. I, I'm sorry. And your mom's listening probably? She probably is. Yeah, uh, I don't know where I saw that. I thought I read that somewhere. Dallas had a shorthanded goal. Later on that game, Dickinson, maybe you were getting Dickinson confused with Stamkos? It could happen to anybody. It could happen to anybody. Not the second most popular hockey podcast in the world. Not us, Tim. We need to do better. We need to strive for greatness. Anyways, again, I'm sorry to all the listeners. <laughs> so let's move on from that mistake. We'll try to improve. What did you take away from this game? The game that I said Dallas was going to dominate. Yeah. What was your takeaway, Tim? Uh, the opposite happened. Tampa dominated, not just on the scoreboard, but really the whole game. Um, you looked at some of the big plays, and for, they were up 5-2 to two when the game ended, but they could have been a lot more. I mean, Hedobin and then, uh, what is it, Edinger, the backup, had some big saves that could have been, you know, 6-7-8. So um, they look like the much better team. They look like a, a, another class of, of caliber. Um, and Hedman, man, Victor Hedman right now, uh, is leads or ties for the first uh, the league playoff leading. You goals. are so flustered right now, you can't even talk. Victor Hedman, no, I'm not. Victor Hedman has ten playoff goals, which is which is tied for first, and it's uh, third all time among defensemen uh, behind some Brian Leach and I forget who the other guy is. 
Um, and he's scoring a lot of the goals the same way. He, he's got that just low, hard shot on uh, low blocker side for the goalie. They don't get it through traffic. Um, he's done that at least four or five times out of those goals. He did it against the Bruins at least once. He looks good. He looks like the best defenseman in the world right now. Um, and it, it's when you watch that game, it's hard to see Dallas really having an answer for it, just the way they dominated from the beginning. Yeah, they really did just impose their will. They did whatever they want. And the thing that stands out to me is – Tampa Bay's best players are playing their best hockey right now. Hedman, three points. Point, two points. Palat, two points. Kucherov, two points. Stamkos gets a point, gets a goal. That's their top five players. They scored their five goals. They dominated the play. The time of possession was just, it was insane how much Tampa Bay controlled the puck. So in the Stanley Cup Finals, if you need to win, you need your top guys to perform. Who are Dallas's top players? If you were just going to list off their top three to five players, who would they be? Ben, Sagan, Pavelski, Heiskanen, Klingberg. We were raving about Heiskanen. Yep. Where has he been? Why is he so invisible? I don't have an answer. I, I'll tell you why. It's because Tampa Bay has made it their job to lay a body on him every time he touches the puck. They dump it in his corner. They're physical on him. This is his first playoff action. He's a rookie. I don't know if he is ready for it. Like he's played already a bunch of games. Teams are starting to key on him. It's one thing to be a rookie to fly under the radar and he's still a great player. I hate bagging on him. I would take him on my team in a second, but you have to learn these things. You have to kind of grow as a player and mature and learn how to play the hard way. Like Duncan Keith said that he's like, when I came into the league, I would just fly all over the place and just get buried. And it just was fine because I was a young kid and, you can't do that. You know, it affects your game. So when you get older, you learn how to avoid hits. Teams key on you. You learn little tricks to kind of still produce, even though teams are trying to take you away. And teams are trying to take away Heiskanen now. They have seen him play. They have seen him win games and win series. So Tampa has done a good job of just basically eliminating him so far. You haven't seen much from him or Klingberg. Pavelski's still produced. He's, he's still being, you know, Good old Joe, he scored a goal last game. He got a, an assist this two games ago. He got a goal. He got an assist this game. Anyways, he's producing. One of those names. Uh, what's going on with Sagan? We, we talked about him in a few episodes ago, a few episodes ago. He has to be injured. I hope he's injured because he's a shell of him, of himself. You said he missed a wide open net. Yeah, there was a, there was a big, uh, big juicy rebound. He was I mean, He had a guy kind of dogging on him, but – the puck just came under his stick, I think. He missed it. It was an automatic goal if he gets on it. So I feel like he's angered the hockey gods in some way and not getting his bounces. He's probably hurt. Um, if he's not, he's got some explaining to do to his teammates, to the fans, because he needs to be much better than this. For a guy making as much as he makes, for the experience that he has, like he's won a Stanley Cup, he's been there, he's done that. He needs to do more than having eight points in 23 games, and he hasn't done anything in the Stanley Cup Finals. And he's, I don't know, you just have to shake your head. I know he's trying. I know he's probably, you know, gripping his stick a little too tight right now, but you need more out of him. You need more out of Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn, who was absolutely unstoppable game one for Dallas. The reason they won game one was him. He he's, hasn't been that same Jamie Benn that we saw in that first game. So I don't know. Maybe Tampa's just doing a great job defensively on them kind of taking away their space but you got to do more this is for the cup like i will guarantee you dallas will not get back to another cup with these two guys in their career yeah like, this I, is their opportunity i think you're right and then there was there was one play too where uh 
uh, on Tampa, Blake Como, there's a dump and change, and, and Tampa's changing lines, and he goes in and chases it behind the net. And he, he ties up four Stars players, and he comes out with the puck, and there's, a, and there's a shot on net, like, right in front of the net. And, like, that's that kind of stuff that, like, man, it's like you're playing a minor league team out there right now. There's no reason for that ever to happen. And yeah. Blake Como, of all players, like, yeah, he's a, probably a good player to have, you know, banging against the boards uh, in the corner. But, again, it's it's the kind of thing where you realize who's got the heart out there and who just doesn't have it, and they did not have it last night. Which is strange. Game three, when it's a best of five, first to three, you would think you'd bring your A game. But apparently Dallas did not get that memo. So game four is tomorrow. What do you, what's your prediction? Some More of the same, or are we going to see a different Dallas team? I, I don't know. Again, it's like every time I doubt Dallas, they prove me wrong. So part of me wants to say, yeah, you know, this is Tampa series now. And, and I think they win three out of the next two and close it out. Um. But Dallas has proven us wrong before. I think I think Kadovan needs to take over a game. I don't think we've really seen that from him yet in this playoff series or in this matchup. So um, I think he needs to take over a game. I think I think Ben and, and Heisken and those guys need to step up. And again, Sagan, I'm kind of past guessing or, or, or hoping he's going to step up. Um, but maybe he'll surprise us. But I, I think honestly, probably Tampa wins game three. Four, oh, game four. I hope not. I hope not. I hope Dallas wins and makes it a series. It just may, would make it so much more interesting. Sagan, pop a couple goals, get the monkey off of his back, and we can have a best of three, you know, first to two. I think that would be really, really, really good for hockey. Do you think being in this bubble for this long is weighing on the guys? Oh, I'm sure it has to. I'm sure it has to. I mean, what do you think? You know them better than I do. Yeah, I, I know that they were toying around with getting their families, and the NHL promised that they would get their families – into the bubble if they made the Stanley Cup finals that none of that came to fruition yeah none of that I mean it's the right move though right I mean it's just gone so well why mess with it I know and like it would be terrible if someone brought their family in and all of a sudden everybody just comes down with COVID right that's a lot of people it's a lot of people but man did did you see that the chart that shows like which states are voting or are rooting for each team I did not yeah, it was probably like 75% stars, one of the stars to win. No kidding. I wonder why there's so much hate for Tampa Bay. Because they're good. Yeah, but so are, like, it's interesting that the people in South Dakota and North Dakota want Dallas. Yeah, but even like, I mean, the stars kind of, I mean, Tampa has some unlikable players like Kucherov's a rat and Paquette's a rat. You think Kucherov's a rat? Oh, yeah. Have you seen some of the plays he does? I don't think he's a rat at all. He is absolutely a rat. You're just hurt because he dominates the Bruins. You're so biased. It shows so much in the show. He's not a rat. Palat definitely does some sneaky moves. No, no. Paquette. Palat's good. Palat's clean. That's who I meant. Yeah. Uh, Killorn does some stuff. Um, but you know who I really like is that big defenseman for Tampa, Shernak. Uh, Shernak, have you seen him? Yeah. The big right-handed defenseman, shutdown guy. He's like every night just blocking shots with his face and pushing guys out of the circle. He's a really, really good player. They have a good team. They really, really do. Yeah, he's a good compliment. They got they listen. They got McDonough. They got Sergachev, who we haven't really talked about. He's, but he's awesome. He's, he's so, so good. good. He's the no-look pass guy. He's so slick. He's just, I don't know, they have a really, really, really good team. They're going to be tough to beat. He's going to be in the argument for some of the best skaters in the league, Sarkachev. Yeah, another great trade by Montreal. Ugh, woof. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. 
Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts, which is, which is nice. When I'm looking for an employee, just say I have a co-host who gets a little big for his britches and I'm looking for someone new, I go to Indeed.com. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and they'll see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. The wait is finally over and football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day every day. Head to BetOnline today take advantage of all that great sign-up bonus. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, they are your online sportbook experts. All right, let's move on. We're going to touch on the buyouts. So, the free agency period in the NHL is vastly approaching. It is October 5th. Tomorrow is September 26th, my birthday. If you would like to send me a present, I would appreciate it. When you have six kids, you don't get very many presents. You get drawings from your kids. You know, a lot of just like, oh, we got you this. It was just like a drawing they pulled out of the pile. So it's not like there's not much thought behind it. Aww. And my wife doesn't do too much, which I tell her to. I'm like, listen, don't spend any money. I don't care. If you want, I want an oscillating saw. That's what I want. So if I get anything, it'll be an oscillating saw, which are unbelievable. Like they are incredible. The, the, this machine, if you don't look it up, it's just a beautiful, beautiful saw that does everything. So if you want to send me a present, um, send it to me. I would love that. Anything you want. It's shirts, booze, money, anything else, Tim? I need a – what do I need? I need um, a riding lawnmower. You need hats. You said you wanted more hats. I need hats. I got a big head and sunglasses. There's no good sunglasses for someone with a big face. That's a problem I've had my whole life because I got a big old face. All the sunglasses look like I'm wearing like a four-year-old sunglasses when I put them on. They're just terrible. So if you want to send me a big face sunglasses, I'll wear them. If you're a company, I'll just pump your pump your company on my social media. I got like a couple hundred followers. Maybe get some yeah. buys out of that. Anyways, how do I? How do they get me stuff, Tim? How would that work? Uh, I'm not going to give them my home address. Anything, so don't worry about it. Just DM me. Slide in my DMs if you'd like to send me a birthday present. <laughs> Is this too much right now? You sound like an Instagram influencer. Just hey, slide in. Here's my uh, here's my Amazon shopping cart. Go ahead and buy me. Some I stuff. should do that. How do you do that? I'll 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 teach you how. But in all honesty, if you have a company with big sunglasses or big hats, send me some, and I'll buy them. I'm not gonna buy them, but I'll wear them. I don't like I don't like buying things. Everything I wear is for free if I if I can help myself. All right, 
So the buyouts is happening because the free agency is around the corner. Before free agency, everybody must buy everyone out so they know how much money they can spend, how big their piggy bank is. So we're going to go down the list of likely buyouts. And we'll, let's just discuss what the likelihood is of them getting bought out and potentially maybe where they land. What's a good landing spot for them? I think this year, because of the frozen cap, because of the uncertainty financially with all these teams, especially smaller market teams who can't really sustain a big hit, you might see a little bit more buyout action than we would in previous years because just there's no revenue coming in for this year, next year, the year after. Like We're looking at a frozen revenue for the foreseeable future. Thank you to COVID-19, you bum. All right, Tim, who, who are we going to talk about first? So we got some buyouts and trade possibilities because you can see Ooh. them kind of going Patrick Lyonet or Matt Dumba or those boys? Uh, Dumba's not in here. So number one on the list. Well, so because he's not on your list, we can't talk about him? We can. I'm just going – I'm reading an article here. Well, we're just going to take stuff from an article? Why don't we just come up with some original stuff? All right, H- let's go. Henrik Lundqvist? How many a, how many years left? I thought he was a free agent. No. Uh, there's a chance that you know he uh, retires. Reti- well, retires, but also you have to probably retain some of his salary if you trade him. What does he make right now? I, I don't know. Oh my! I am so sorry. Right now, this is my listeners. We are embarrassing ourselves right now. We are not. We're sitting by the fire and chatting hot. We should know how much the players make, how much the buyout will be worth. We should know how much term is left on the con. You decided, you decided you want to cover this five minutes before we started recording. We got one job. Anticipate your needs. Oh, yeah, one job, Tim. I'm so sorry. But anyways, Henrik Lundqvist, it would be sad if he got bought out. It really would. But I, I, I don't think the Rangers would do him like that. What I do think would happen would be they trade him and they retain a bunch of the salary instead of buying him out. So they, they yeah. send him to Edmonton. They send him to Calgary. And they pick up 50% of his contract. Because if you do buy him out, you will have to eat some of that cap anyways. Absolutely. So I th- I think you can't do that to Lundqvist. Everything he's done for that organization, just how great he's been, you can't do that to him. You know? So I hope he gets a chance to go play for someone. Well, that's the thing. The Rangers are going to be good next year, too. It's too bad. I think they will get they will move on from him, though. I think they will this offseason. So, yes. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, I think they will too. Yeah, I mean they have that George Ev kid. I think they have another player. I mean he's Lundqvist. Is, there's no room for him right now. Yeah, they had three goalies in the roster the whole season just because they couldn't get rid of anybody. So, yeah, it's time. He had a good run. I hope he can kind of reclaim what he once was five six years ago because in his prime, he was the best goalie, like the best goalie out there. I remember when I was with the Rangers for that cup of coffee. Man, he was really impressive. Just so sound in his movements just very very just slow it's very impressive anyways moving on yeah i mean and interestingly enough like like the uh the Leafs did with marlo when they traded in carolina they had to give a, a first round pick to get rid of the contract yeah i don't think lungfus is still a good goalie like he really is and if they can retain some of that cap because that'll be the that's the big issue now is money with this frozen cap it's not about draft picks or anything. It's all about money. So if you can get a goalie like Lundqvist, who's still good, he could win you a Stanley Cup. We've seen it. You don't need a big-time goalie. And you only have to pay a couple million for him. Like, that's a good deal. And yep. if you're the Rangers, you can get out from under him and kind of create some flexibility there. I don't know. I think it's a win-win. Maybe pick up a second rounder for him or something, a third rounder. 
I don't know. We'll see. Very exciting. Who else is up? Uh, this is a name we've seen a lot being floated around the last few days. Oliver Ekman Larson. I've seen that. Yeah. I have definitely seen that. He has such a big contract left on. Like he is making, is it $10 million a it's year? It's up there. It's more than nine. It's it's a lot of money, and he still has multiple years left on this deal. Well, he was so good. He has fallen off. You know what's funny? His best year statistically was when I played with him. Is that right? Isn't that funny? It's crazy how that works. I almost texted him. I was like, hey, man, should have kept me around. <laughs> but um, I don't think you can get rid of him. I don't think you can buy him out. He's the face of the franchise. Well, he would be a trade option, not a buyout. He's the captain. You, No one's going to take him on. His, if you look at his numbers, they don't merit a $10 million player. Not no. even close. Not even close. His numbers are on the same level as they're not in the top guys. How is he defensively? Average. Yeah. Average. Like he's not over and above. Like he's not that great. Like he's good. For a skill guy, he's good. But you're not getting like a shutdown defenseman like a Jake Gardner. You're not getting <laughs> that type of player. Jake Gardner fan club. You're getting a guy who's going to put up a ton of points. Like he's he's better than a Shattenkirk, but not that much better. You know what I mean? Right. Defensive wise, and he's a lot better offensively. But I don't know. I, I'm going on and on. He's a great player, but no one's going to take on his contract for that long of term where he's at in his career. So that's a that's a big no. Arizona is saddled with his contract until he's done or until he wants to retire. Okay. Max Domi. This is a tricky one. This is a very, because he's got one year left on his deal, right? Yeah. I think he makes somewhere in the range of three. Like three, two, five, I think. Three, two, five. So, my goodness. He showed so much potential his rookie year when I was his teammate. He came out of the gates. <laughs> he scored a ton of goals. He was exciting. And then it's it's slowly been just a downward trend for him, hasn't it? Like he had, when he started in Montreal, he did produce a little bit, but... Yeah, his first year he had like the high 30s in goals. Yeah, but it it's just been a downward trend for him. They they don't know where to put him. They put him up the middle. They put him on the wing. He doesn't like, he doesn't fit anywhere with anybody. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. We got to get him on the show to talk about this, but he's a productive player. If I'm Montreal, I don't get rid of him. I, I try to make it work for one more year because on that team... They are, they need goals on that team, you know? Is he uh, a good two-way player? He is. He's responsible. He knows how to play the game. Like, he's not going to win a Selkie by any means, but, you know, he knows how to play the game. So, uh, do you think he's a trade candidate? He's definitely a trade candidate. I, I feel like, you know, who's going to pick him up is Pittsburgh. That's exactly the kind of player they would get. Yeah, that they is. They play on Crosby's wing and score 40 goals. You could put you on Crosby wing, and you could get 10 goals. That's how good 10. Crosby is. I would get at least 11. You would not. Okay. But um, I don't think they get rid of him. But Bergevin is a terrible GM. Yeah. So it would not surprise me if he just got rid of him for a fourth-line player and a draft pick. Like, that's his MO. All right. Moving on. So should we talk about Pittsburgh's trade? Yeah, while we're here, let's do it. Yeah, so speaking of Pittsburgh, Rutherford has to be one of the best GMs in hockey. He's good. He does not – He's relentless he doesn't slow down he understands pittsburgh has a window right now to win stanley cups he has two of the best players in the world and their peak is almost it's almost over that that window is almost closed 
and he's trying to milk. Look at the just metaphors I'm throwing out here. He's trying to milk those cows every last drop out of them. So he's he's he knows Hornfist is done. Yeah, Hornfist. He won two Stanley Cups there. He played great while he was healthy. He's had some concussion issues. He's a different player since he's been back. His game is to get in your face, get in front of the net, score greasy goals, and just do things the hard way. And when you get concussions, that's hard to do. You know, he reminds me of like like a a, a light or a low key version of uh, Johan Franzen. No, oh, I thought you were going to say Ryan Klo because I was thinking Ryan Klo. But yes, Johan Franzen. I mean, yeah, and he's like he's he's there's a lot of miles in that body. There's there really is a lot is. of miles on him. So. Um, he went to Florida. He went to Florida for Matheson and Colton Seavor. Yep. So a good young puck moving defenseman and a good bottom six forward. Yeah. He knows his role. He'll give you 10 to 12 goals a year and he just doesn't complain. So I don't know why Florida makes this trade. I don't understand the reasoning behind this. Hornfist, he's a name. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they can put him with uh, Radulov or not Radulov, excuse me. Yes, Radulov. Barkov. Barkov, excuse me. Put him with him and maybe make some magic on the power. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe there's some terms that I'm not aware of yet. They're keeping salary or draft picks, but if it's just a two for one pick, that's, it. Like, that's all it is. Pittsburgh is making out like gangbusters. I don't Rutherford is a genius. He really, really is. Like this was a great trade for Pittsburgh. They're not mind you, they're not getting a ton. Like they're getting a good D man who'll be like their fourth D man. But that's like if you can get rid of Jack Johnson, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's up from Jack Johnson. Anything is up from Jack Johnson. So, anyways, who else is a buyout or a trade possibility, Tim? We'll do a few more. Mark andre Fleury. <sighs> Man, what do you do with him? Again, he's in the same category of Lunkfus. He has done so much for that franchise. You can't buy him out. You got to trade him. And like we were talking with Al Stalock a few episodes back, it is going to be crazy for goalies this offseason. It really is. It is going to get insane. And I think once what's going to happen is there will be one move and then all the GMs are just going to start going because they, they're just waiting for that ball to drop and then they're like, okay, now I got to go. It's like in a fantasy football draft. I was thinking the same thing. When you draft a kicker. Yeah. And then everyone's like, I got to get a kicker. There's a run of kickers. We got to get kickers. So once one GM makes the move and goes and grabs a goalie, everyone's like, oh, okay. I got to go because we need a goalie. I'm not going to blow it like I did last year with no goalie if I'm Edmonton or Calgary or Ottawa or whoever it may be. So I think that's what's going to happen. And Vegas has to move on from one of these goalies. They have yeah. to. Well, you also have to factor what what are the um, – we haven't really seen the rules and how the, the protected players will work and for the expansion draft. Same as before. You can protect um, eight total players. Or it's going to be three defensemen, five forwards. I think it's going to be different. No, it's not. It's the same. Because uh, I know a lot of GMs were unhappy with the rules last time. I mean, that's what allowed Vegas to be so good so quickly. Some of the players they were able to get that were that were much more generous to the new team than past expansion rules. They've already said it's going to be the same. So there's that. Again, I'm sorry, fans. It's just a lack of preparation. It's insane. Lack of preparation? Preparation from one side of this fire. So, yeah, it's it's the same rules as it was before. You can have three defensemen, five forwards, or and then one goalie or eight total skaters. So you could do like seven defensemen. Or is it three defensemen, six forwards? It's something like that. But it's the same as it was before. Because you, you can't just change it three years after. 
Vegas did it. Sure you can. Just because Vegas was so successful. It's like you're penalizing Seattle because Vegas did it the right way. It's like, sorry, Seattle. Vegas is too good. We want you to suck. Well, it's it's not the league saying it. It would be the, it would be the, the GMs pushing back, or the owners pushing back. I'm like, hey, this is this is way too generous last time. It's not right. I don't think it was too generous. McPhee masterfully played everybody against each other. He got a ton of draft picks. He picked good players, and he just he's he did a great job. Like he really, really did. He I don't know how he did it, but it was amazing. Anyways, let's do one more. Flurry, I think, will be gone after this year. I agree. Okay, next, next, last one, and they kind of go hand in hand. Matt Murray. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's going to get traded. He's going to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. It's already done. It's pretty much the ink is drying right now. It'll be drying about a week. It's gone. He's out of here. Hasta mañana, Murray. Thank you. Thank you for winning me two Stanley Cups. Isn't it crazy how they're, they always have the next guy up ready to go? Yeah, but is Yari the answer? He's Yuri, really good. Jerry? The playoff. He's an uh, all-star this year. That's massive asterisks. Someone got hurt and he couldn't go and they got him to go. Yeah, only because he, he the, the body of work was smaller because he didn't start right at the beginning of the season. No, I don't, his, I don't. His stats were top three. Okay. Listen, I have a the All Star is kind of my thing. <laughs> that's what I, that's my thing. But no, I, who knows? Verdict is out if he's going to be a successful goalie. This could mark Rutherford's worst trade if he trades Murray and Jerry just drops an egg next year, and you've ruined Crosby's last season because Crosby going to retire next year. You hear that too? Oh, really? No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What else, Tim? Anything else? Uh, what are you no. doing with your shoe? Did you burn it? No, I think I got something stuck on it. You got some goose poop around here or something. There's no geese on my property. Some Something's pooping. Could be mice. Um, stepped on a mouse. No, we got some work to do with the house, right? Uh, it's electrical. We're going to run some wires here, hopefully, and figure it out. I was here till 2 in the morning on Tuesday. Midnight. You were here till midnight, and we did a great, great job. It was we're going to be here just for a couple more hours. No, this will be one hour tops. But anyways, I hope everybody has a good weekend. Tim, would you like to say anything to the fans? Love you guys. Apologize, maybe? I'll do better next time. That's what I like to hear. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Cheers. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind-the-scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise, including T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time.